Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Onto Waveland here at the Athletic. It, of course, is our Chicago Cubs podcast. I am Michael Beller, sitting in for Brett Taylor, Friday, September 25th, the last weekend of the Major League Baseball regular season. Cubs and White Sox getting together for three games. White Sox, of course, have uh, already uh, locked up their spot. Cubs have done so as well, at least in the playoffs. Both these teams still hoping to win division championships. We'll see what happens over this last weekend, if either one or maybe both can do that, although the White Sox going to need some help. Joined, as always, of course, by our Cubs beat writers, Sahideh Sharma and Patrick Mooney. Guys, how we doing going into this last weekend of the season? Oof. Well, I, I mean, we've, you'd think we'd be used to seeing this team fall apart in September, but uh, <laughs> it, apparently it never it, it, they're still able to blow our minds with the way they do it and how it all happens. Uh, I, I mean... I'm doing well. I don't know who Cubs fans are. I think it's, <laughs> it's it's probably it's probably good that that Brett uh, had had family stuff come up and had to deal with e-learning rather than come in here and cry for 30 minutes about this Cubs offense. I read Sahai's piece and I was just picturing him in his house with like some huge whiteboard, staying up through the <laughs> entire night, just like empty, you know, coffee cups everywhere like just losing his mind trying to figure out what's going on with this this offense oh man i am i'm disappointed that we're not getting treated to a solid half hour of brett taylor losing his mind at the end of september because i think that would have been fun for us at least right to uh, to sit back and listen to and, and watch right here on zoom but unfortunately that's not going to be the case this weekend hopefully we can maybe get that a uh, little dose of it once the cubs turn the calendar over to the postseason uh next week and hey the Cubs, uh, Brett, if you're out there listening, I'm sure you already know this, but one silver lining, the Cubs can clinch the NL Central here tonight. If they beat the White Sox, if the Cardinals get swept by the Brewers in their doubleheader, then the Cubs will officially be NL Central champions. Of course, uh, with the way that they played earlier in the season with where the standings were as recently as what guys, like five days ago, we probably all would have bet that they would have had this wrapped up before the last weekend of the season. That, of course, is not the case. And so how have you said it? Would think that we would be totally immune to this team's September collapses, but whether it's a 162-game season or a 60-game season, uh, this team is just finding yet another way to fall apart over the last week of the season. Uh, what do we make of this particular September? I guess we can't call it a collapse completely because they're still probably going to win the division, but what do we make of this year's September issues? For me, you know, it was a lot of the same stuff, and, and I was, you know, looking at it, it's, you know, contact issues they strike out too much they don't come up with a big hit uh you know that's i, I that's a, probably a, an issue that gets blown up more than it should be but it it seems to get magnified down the stretch especially they don't get they don't clear the bases when they have two men on and two outs and uh, but but it's gotten it, <laughs> i think uh, the other night why i stayed up is i was I suddenly realized, I was like, these guys are all in extreme slumps. And it's not just Rizzo. It's not just Schwarber. It's not just Javi. I mean, it's three guys, four guys, five guys. And when I looked up and saw that Ian Happ was in arguably the biggest slump of his career, that's when I was like, whoa, wait a second. This isn't right. <laughs> this guy just had like the best month of his career. And now he's slumping so extreme along with Rizzo, along with Brian, who's hurt, along with Javi, along with Schwarber. Even Hayward is going down. Hayward's, you know, technically he's not in some 
terrible slump, but he's he's starting to trend downwards. This is uh, it, for me, it was remarkable that when I started to look at the trends, these are some of the deepest slumps any of these guys have been in in their entire career. I mean, Kyle Schwarber was demoted in the middle of 2017. He's slumping worse now than he was back then. Like it's it's just amazing to me. Like, I, first of all, that it all happens at the same time. Second of all, that it happens down the stretch. Third, that it's happened to the Cubs because it seems like this just it's just it blows my mind. And when people say it's the same thing and we should have expected this, there were things we should have expected. What what bothers me about that statement is there's no way you could have predicted. First of all, we all know the situation, so I cannot really emphasize enough that I don't know how to measure that. I have no clue what's going on in these guys heads. I have no clue how much it's impacting them. Uh, I would assume that it's impacting them in some fashion in the next negative fashion but I we just have no idea how much that how much 60 games seeing a 195 batting average up on the board every day when you go up there you're sub 200 I don't know how you mentally adjust to that and I don't know how well they're doing that and that that that's impossible to really know but also all of these guys guys that as much as you want to criticize Chris Bryant or Javi Baez for swinging it too much or or Kyle Schwarber for whatever it is striking out too much whatever it is you want to complain about these guys they put up they haven't put up numbers like this for an extended period of time so it's kind of it, it it's just mind blowing and and just kind of jarring to see all at once yeah i think if there's any way this team has a decent October they have to win the division I think there's been this kind of cumulative effect over these last uh now three Septembers of the offense just going missing and you know they're aware of that they care about their legacies they have you know at least some idea of what the external air quotes narrative is and you know if I get it that they've already clinched his playoff spot but if like you know the cardinals come back from this COVID outbreak and and win the division and all of a sudden the cubs are like whatever going on the road um to, to play what essentially will be you know an elimination game uh potentially uh like 48 hours after their playoff workout day i think their heads are just going to be um spinning i think it's really important for them to have a uh good weekend here on the south side and build some confidence because i think you know we've seen it in in 2018 how they blew that lead and uh game 163 in the wild card and last year how that nine game losing streak um there's this just kept kind of compounding uh all of these issues so um maybe if we were taping this podcast tomorrow it'd be a totally <laughs> Different tone, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the nature of these this season with these huge swings back and forth. But right now, I mean, that's kind of how the Cubs internally are processing this. They know that they have these kind of uh, battle scars from the last couple of Septembers, and things don't just reset to zero in October. Like, this is in the back of their heads. Yeah, I think it has to be, right? I mean, it's, it's when you, especially when you have so much of the exact same team, right? All these guys who you're counting on have all been through this now year after year. 
after year. And so it has to be. I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care you know, what sort of competitor you are, what sort of success you've had individually and as a team. Uh, you're also just a human being, and it can't not be somewhere in your head. So certainly I uh, would like to see uh, something good happen for them over the uh, over this weekend. And I agree, Patrick. Uh, it, it does feel as though if they could, if they somehow fall apart, get swept by the, by the White Sox and the Cardinals end up taking this division, uh, you could be feeling a whole lot different about this team going into the postseason. I was hoping that we would be able to talk about potential postseason matchups in the first round, but that is totally a moving target at this point. Uh, pretty much we know they're not going to play the Dodgers and they're not going to play the Padres, but anyone else that is going to make the postseason is on the table for the Cubs. Probably not Atlanta, but that is on the table. And then, of course, any of the other second-place or wild-card teams, whether it's someone from the Central, uh, Miami, maybe the Phillies if they get in, all those teams are on the table uh, for the Cubs to face in the first round of the playoffs. And, you know, that brings us to another question, which is that, you know, there's been plenty of research showing that the team that's hot in October isn't the team that necessarily was hot on September 20th, right? Being hot in October is about getting hot in October, not being hot to end the regular season and riding that into the postseason. Uh, but still, you do not want to be going into the playoffs uh, on this wave that the Cubs are on this year. So, I mean, what do we look for in this last weekend series of the season against the White Sox? Just, and what, what, what do we take away other than winning some games and clinching the division as positive signs for this team headed into the postseason? Well, even before that, I'll say that the last two games against the Pirates, that from what I saw, I thought uh, – they're not taking the same at bats as far as grinding the pitcher down, but they did have some pretty bad luck. I feel like Rizzo is already in a stretch where he's out of his terrible cold streak. He's just not getting as many results as 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 he should, as it should, like to make us feel like, oh, he's hot right now. But the home runs are there. He's starting to hit the ball hard. I don't know how many hard outs he hit into in that Pirate series, but it felt like a few and there were a couple other moments like that so maybe there's something maybe we're focusing too much on the negative in that sense that we're not allowing to say wait hey they, they did have some hard hit balls there I, I that's probably an excuse uh, and I'm probably being too nice by saying that but but I think that's what you kind of look for better at bats uh, starting to see those balls fall starting to see a little more I can't tell you how many how many times do we see like a bat slam down by the Cubs over the pre previous two games. There were a lot. There was a lot of that, and and I know they're going to say they're not going to carry that over. But there's, I mean, how do you not? How do you keep lining it, making outs, or whatever it is, and and you just you can't come up with a big hit. I think just a few of those, maybe a three run inning, something small like that, that you know a week ago wouldn't have seemed like a big deal, but now it, like would be the weight. Uh, all the way to the world coming off their shoulders. I think tonight you need a big start from Darvish, right? Tonight's Darvish night. Am I right on that? Uh, yep, Darvish and Cease. So, I mean, Cease is one of those guys that's getting results that if he continues to pitch like this, it won't last. I don't care what anyone tells me. He's got some ability to, to get outs in big situations. No, that's all made-up nonsense. He can't miss a bat. He walks way too many people. Uh, he's going to get rocked at some point when when a competent offense, you know, finally sees him again. I'm not sure if that'll be tonight with the Cubs. That's a, <laughs> that's one of the issues there. But Darvish needs to be the Darvish that we saw maybe 10 days ago, not the one that we've seen the past couple starts. 
they need they just need a win one win i think can be uh, one nice win where they're where they win you know where they score six seven runs something like that i think that's all you need to really feel good about it i think if they get one win this weekend to expect the cardinals not to lose two games the rest of the way because if they have to they're going to have to play two on monday too right a double header with the tigers that yep. would be pretty impressive then you just got to hand it to the cardinals if the cubs can squeak out one win this weekend you want them coming in confident, but I, I think it's more about just getting the division and, and trying to see, trying to put together better at bats and, and string together some runs. That's really what what I need to see for them. And I'm sure what they'd like to see just just better, better approach, better, better at bats leading to some results. Yeah, I mean, we also have the potential for John Lester's final start in a Cubs uniform on Saturday. Uh, there's still this open question of whether or not Chris Bryant will come back or not. The Cubs have not termed this oblique issue as a season ending injury. Uh, David Ross did not want to just automatically shut Bryant down and try to kind of restart for game one of the playoffs because he just has not been in that rhythm at all and thought there would be some value in getting some more at-bats down the stretch, we'll see if that's a realistic possibility or not, given the nature of oblique injuries. Uh, I guess I'd probably be surprised if he comes back this weekend, but he's supposedly been uh, feeling better. And, yeah, I mean, it would be awesome, obviously, if there could be fans uh, in the stadium on the south side. But, I don't know, Cubs, White Sox with division titles on the line even – in a 60 game season, so it'll be, you know, pretty cool and see how the White Sox respond after kind of a you know, brutal road trip to Cleveland. Yeah. White Sox really just had, uh, had it handed right back to them in Cleveland and now they now enter the weekend one game behind the twins in the AL central. And that's a big one right there because uh, second place in the AL central is almost certainly going to draw the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs. We know the Twins' history with the Yankees over, what, the last 15 years of uh, of postseason baseball. They would, I'm sure, be happy to not have to face off with that team in the first round. So a lot at stake for the White Sox this weekend, too. And, um, you know, Sahadev, just to uh, to your point, Dylan Cease and how uh, ineffective he has been, uh, you know, with the underlying numbers, no matter what the bottom line numbers have been for him. His last start walked seven guys in three innings. Start before that walked five guys in four and two-thirds. So we're talking 12 walks over his last seven and two-thirds innings. So I uh, want to see the Cubs uh, come out and swing the bats well, but maybe a more patient approach is the way to take it against Dylan Cease here tonight. If you're scoreboard watching uh, with uh, St. Louis and Milwaukee, uh, game one uh, starts at 4.15 Central Time. That's Jack Flaherty and Brent Suter. And then the nightcap, Josh Lindblom going for the Brewers, Daniel Ponce de Leon for uh, the Cardinals. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, but with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, it's safe, and it is totally discreet. With Roman, You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started, that's simple too. Just go to GetRoman.com slash wave and complete an online visit. 
ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with the healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com wave today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com wave. GetRoman.com wave. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, guys, I, I sort of lied. I kind of want to talk a little bit about the postseason because the Cubs are going, right? The Cubs are going to the postseason, and we've talked these offensive issues to death, and we know what they need to do. We know what we want to see this weekend. Um, you still would feel confident going into any three-game series with you, Darvish, and Kyle Hendricks getting the first two starts. The way those two guys have pitched this season, you have to feel good about that going up against pretty much any team, and we know that anything can happen in any three-game series. So, if we do take a look ahead uh, to the postseason, is there anyone that we look at as a potential first-round matchup for the Cubs that on paper seems to be a, quote, better matchup than some of the other ones that they could end up drawing? I, I mean, for me, I would just say right now the team that you want to avoid, I mean, you, you mentioned that Atlanta is possible, obviously a very big long shot. You don't want to face them in the first round because that mm-hmm. offense is just on a complete insane tear. But that seems very unlikely. So uh, as far as the realistic ones, you just want to avoid Cincinnati, in my opinion. I know this offense can be shut down by anyone right now, as we saw with the Pirates. But I think it just in general, you don't want to face Bauer, Castillo, Gray, whatever order that that put them in. You don't want that to start the playoffs. You just you're already struggling, at, you know. And I I mentioned this before, maybe a couple podcasts ago, in the Marlins with Sixto Sanchez. Sixto's starting to you know the the league must have enough video mm-hmm. on him. Guys are putting up better approaches. So so these things can unravel quickly for young guys. You know, you, you get the book out on you and they, they know how to approach. So I think Marlins would be okay. Uh, Cardinals, they just know each other so well. Who knows? I think that would be a little terrifying for Cubs fans just in general, uh, especially the way the Cardinals have been playing. I'm not sure how realistic that matchup would be. I think it's close, right? Uh, and so I would say just avoid the Reds right now, and that would that's probably for any of these higher-seeded teams. I don't think any of them want to face the Reds because that offense, yes, is inconsistent. It, it, it's similar to the Cubs in the sense that I look at it on paper and I was like, hey, this should be a good offense, and then every year they're just like, wait a second, what's wrong with this group? Uh, but just in general, don't I, – I, I know your question was who, what's the better matchup. I just think avoiding the Reds would be yeah. would be my recommendation for the Cubs. You don't want to face them. That team, the pitching is just too good in the first round, quick quick series. The way this offense is going, you'd rather just have a little bit of confidence going against a lesser uh, pitching group. It was such an ugly start to the season, and sorry to cut you off there, Patrick, for uh, Cincinnati, but they enter play on Friday 29-28. and 28. I mean, if this were a normal season and this team was sitting at 29-28 and 28 through 57 games, wouldn't we all be buying them as the you know back two-thirds of the season surger? Like, no one would be surprised if this Reds team in a normal season, sitting at 29-28 and 28 right now, won 95 games. They just have that talent. So I'm with you on that one, Sahadov. I think you want to stay away from this Cincinnati team. 
Yeah, it's been so jumbled. I'm literally looking up at my phone here. I wasn't mindlessly like scrolling Instagram because <laughs> it's been so jumbled at the bottom. I think you'd probably would love to if somehow you saw like a Phillies team or a Giants team that kind of poured everything into mm-hmm. just getting into the playoffs. Uh, I think we've talked about before the excuses that if the Marlins blow them away in two games, it'd be, well, we've never seen this guy before. How could we possibly make adjustments <laughs> without in-game? video and yeah cardinals kind of a toss-up you know they've seen each other you know so many times over the years uh obviously facing trevor bauer uh would be difficult assuming he's not burned and unavailable for game one and my reading this wrong isn't is there a possibility they could have to go to san diego to face the padres if they fall to second, if, yeah, yeah. If they fell so. to second, then so they, if they were the so San Diego's locked into the four seed, right? We know the division winners get the top three, the second place teams get four through six, and then the two wild cards get seven and eight. So if they fell to second and had the second and had the best record among second, or the second best record, obviously behind San Diego among second place teams, then yes, they could go to San Diego there. Or they would go to San Diego. Yeah, I mean, I. I I don't know. I think that would be a tough matchup too. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Imagine that yeah, flight to San Diego, like just watching, you know, waiting to see if the Cardinals uh, come all the way back and like, you know, <clears throat> posting up at their hotel with like a bus ready in case they have to go to the airport. What a nightmare that would be. That would just be a cup. Right. So like, all right, just send my stuff home. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you want San Francisco or Miami. I mean, Philadelphia would have to pour everything into just getting into the playoffs, but you know, would you be surprised if the Cubs, if any offense, but the Cubs, especially the way they're going, got shut down by Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler in back-to-back games? Yeah, and that wouldn't surprise you at all. I could see that, but I also think uh, we get so we're, we're almost insulated with the, the Cubs mess, so to say, mm-hmm. that we may sure. we may not realize just uh, from. The stuff that I read about the Phillies, uh, like, and I'm I'm not diving too deep into them, but they're they're a pretty big mess too. Like, their their fans are re- really frustrated. Their writers are just like, "What the hell is going on?" Anytime a reliever comes in, doesn't matter if you traded for the best reliever at the break or how many relievers they Brandon traded Workman? for, everyone is a disaster. <laughs> everyone goes out there and just cannot get an out. Uh, maybe maybe the maybe the solution to that is face the Cubs, but. Uh, you're you're right. I, I completely agree with you on Wheeler and Nola just shutting down the Cubs potentially, but I also think the Phillies are are pretty much in disarray, similar to the Cubs, in the sense that there's this feeling like something will go wrong, uh, and so I I don't want to. I, I feel like Cubs fans often get insulated with the only terrible mm-hmm. things happen to the team I root for when it's actually like, you know what? There's a lot of teams going yeah. through, going through it right now. And, and it, you know, I think ultimately I, I love your point, uh, Michael, about how the Reds are 29 and 28. If we were 162 game season, we could be talking about them running away with the division come a real September. Right. I think my, what my thought process is right now is, I'm not sure if the Phillies or the Cubs in a normal season these we by the by a game 150 something would be talking about okay the Cubs had a nice start to the season but this group just wasn't it was time 
and yep. it, you know it, you know it, it's falling apart and it's just not good enough or it's just time for the breakup to happen whatever it is i think we'd be talking differently about a lot of these teams that are making playoff pushes right now uh normal season i'm not sure how they handle it as as well and and we may be talking about different very different things in a different world right now you mean like if Dylan Cease beats the Cubs on Friday night, Eloy has a walk off <laughs> on Saturday, then Jose Quintana loses the last game of the season. <laughs> what do you think? The mood on Twitter or Brett's kind of disposition would be on, on Monday morning. I'm sure it would be, uh, we're forgetting yeah, everything right? heading into October. It doesn't matter. <laughs> everything resets. We'll be fine. <laughs> Oh man, and then that—that's the those that string of events forces the Cubs to go to San Diego to play the Padres. <laughs> oh man, uh, we laugh because it's so possible. <laughs> uh, just terrifying oh, Cubs fans every minute that passes by. Boy. Hey, well, uh, we're sitting here. It is uh, ten forty-five a.m. here in Chicago. So twelve hours from now, maybe everyone can be laughing with us because it's totally a thing that's a relic of the past. And the Cubs beat the White Sox on Friday night. The Cardinals get swept by the Brewers. The Cubs win the NL Central, and they can get one of those softer opponents in the first round. Uh, and that is where we are going to leave it for this episode of On to Waveland. Thank you, of course, for uh, listening. If you're not an Athletic subscriber, go to theathletic.com slash on to Waveland. Get yourself a subscription for just $1 a month. We'll be back with you next week to talk Cubs postseason baseball. Until then, don't go too crazy this weekend. Hopefully the good things happen. Enjoy your weekend with or without the Cubs. We'll talk to you next week. See you later.